Hebrews chapter 11. Hebrews chapter 11. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Gary. Awesome. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1. If you don't have your own Bible today, you can look on the screen. <laughs> now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Wow. One more time, and then you can check out the screen for a short video. It says this, and I want you to say it with me out loud. Read it with me together in concert, church, if you can. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. You can be seated. Check this out. Father, we thank you that faith is. God, we thank you that faith is. It's a substance, God. It's something that we can have in our life, God. And we thank you, Lord, that today we've been free from sin. We've been redeemed. We've been declared independent from the things of this world, from the, from the, sin of, uh, from the law of sin, from anything connected to it because of the grace gift that you've given us today. And God, I thank you, Lord, for the connector, for faith, God. And Lord, today, let a spirit of faith God, rise up in each one of us, God. Let a spirit of faith come, Lord. We come against doubt and fear and any hindrance of faith today, and we speak life today into your people, and we declare it in the name of Jesus. Amen. Come on, somebody say amen. That means let it be, so be it. Amen in my life. Wow. I tell you, I just, the Holy Spirit and the presence of God is just in this place. Amen. Ain't it cool? And it's so good to know that we can come together and we can come into a place and, 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 and feel what we feel and experience what we experience. And I love when God does that for us. I love when he does those types of things. And I believe he uh, even backs it up with words and messages like, I'm going to speak today because it's going to help you because when you're in situations where you may not feel exactly what you feel going through you right now, you may not get the goosebump, you may not get the chill bump or the goose pimple, but you got a faith, you got a word that you can stand on regardless of what you see, smell, feel, touch, or hear, you got a faith that you can stand on. Amen? So I love God, and I'm so thankful for faith. And uh, uh, a few weeks ago, we, we started a series called Who's Your Daddy? Come on, if you know who your daddy is, look at your neighbor and say, I know who mine is. Know who mine is. 
if you know who he is. Amen. If you know who your daddy is. I, I know who mine is. But I tell you, it was exciting. I, I love it. It was just a lot of fun to be able to do that. And I've seen God begin to start some things through that series. And, and we, we broke some, some uh, old sacred cows that, that said God was this and, and God was that. And we looked at a biblical picture of who our daddy is and, and what this word says about him and, and who he, he said he is in this book. Amen. We can say something, but when he says something, I love it. We can take that to the bank. Amen. When he said I am, that's okay. I, I can say what he is, and you don't have to believe that. But when you got something, somebody who like our father who said, I am that I am. Amen. That's all you need when he says it. So he's our daddy, and I love it, and I'm so thankful. And we painted the picture of God. We painted the grace picture of who he is. And, and Pastor Stephen, I guess, did about the best he could standing in for God last week. He, he couldn't do no better than what he did, but he come up in representation of grace and, and God. And he extended the hand towards you, and he released grace into your direction. And we understood last week in Ephesians 2 that there is something that we must extend back in the direction of grace. Amen? We must take something and extend it back towards what he's releasing in our direction. And it's our faith. Amen. It's our faith. We must extend our faith toward His grace. And when that connection takes place, when those two things come together, God does miracles. Signs and wonders happen. Salvation takes place. All these incredible things happen when we make the connection between those two. So it's a powerful thing. But as I begin to speak on that subject last week, I tell you, I'm going to be honest with you, it's my favorite subject in the Bible. It's faith. I love it. I, I've, built my, my built some, I've built that faith for years. Don't know near what I should know about it. Still learning some things. But as I began to speak on that last week, there's some things began to leap in my spirit and there was some things began to leap in some of you. I don't know who it was. You ain't got to tell me, but it's okay because I know somebody out there was pulling on what I was releasing and there was some things going on and faith was happening. And it was just like God said, you got to stay there for a while. And so I called up Hunter and I said, man, we're going to do this thing. We're going to stay on faith. And I, I, I'm going to do this for the rest of this summer until God says, change it. We're going to build faith. Is that all right? Amen. We're going to stay there. We're going we're gonna to look at some things and we're going to look at what faith is because the Bible says this, without faith, it's impossible to please him. I don't know what your heart's cry is. I want to please him. I, I, it's okay if, if you're pleased with what I do. That's all right. But you're not, my, not my, uh, my main concern right now. And some of you may get upset with that. He's my main concern. And if he's pleased with me, I believe you should be too. Amen? If he's pleased with what I'm doing, I believe you should jump on board and be pleased with it as well. But faith is what pleases him. Nothing else pleases him. Religion doesn't please him. You going out and just saying something but not doing it doesn't please him. But faith pleases God. It's what moves him. Faith is how we get saved. Amen. Faith is how we see miracles. And faith is how we, the Bible says that we see mountains moved. Amen. Some of you got some things standing in front of you today that if you begin to operate in faith and begin to learn how to connect your faith to that thing and build it, you'll begin to speak some things different than what you've been speaking. You won't speak about how big that thing is. You'll begin to speak about how big your God is and how big your faith is and how quick that thing will have to move out of your life. Amen. That's what happens when faith begins to come to his people. So faith is such a valuable thing. But what are people saying about faith? What are people thinking about this subject? I want you to check this out today. I want you to hear what some folks on the street are saying about what faith really is. What is faith in your mind? I'm not sure. Us, like destiny or something like that? Faith. I have no con conception of faith. 
Faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. I don't know. I wouldn't be able to describe that. Faith is the willingness to switch from thinking about how the world is to feeling about how the world is. What is faith to you? Faith is trust in yourself, worthiness in the universe. That's what it means to me, basically. Here's, here's a pre-configured set of answers and an ethical code that we're going to hand off to you so that you won't be thoroughly confused as you go through life. In your mind, uh, what is faith? <laughs> faith is in the mind. Faith is in the mind. Faith is not not knowing. Faith is non-believing. Faith is a tippy-toe thing. Hope is a tippy-toe thing. Knowing God exists is knowing something. I have faith. I believe. I'm hoping. No, 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 no. I know this is right. What, what is faith? Faith is turning on the faucet and waiting for the water to come. I think faith is something that's true to yourself and not something that someone's told you. Faith is what some people obviously rely on, feel that I need themselves. Some people have a great faith in money. Question is, what is faith? I don't think I want to answer. I was going to make our own video asking the same questions to you guys. Just come up, smile you on candy camera, microphone in the face, and say, can you tell me what faith is? And I was going to get your response, but here's the thing. This is what's sad. There are a lot of people in a lot of churches and a lot of places and maybe here today that don't really know what faith is. Come on. And, and, and don't know how to operate in this thing and, and don't know what they should do and what faith can do for them. So we're, gonna, we're just going to do, I'm going to hit two things quick. And I, we're going to do a little bit different of an altar call today because we're going we to connect the word to, what God's, to, to, our, to our needs. So we're going to do some things maybe a little bit different today. But I want to hit you with a couple of things real quick. And this is the deal. Some of you... I know we got some men of God, some women of God who study God's Word, and they've studied this subject out a lot. I've done it myself. But you know something? You can know a lot about a subject but not be walking in it. Man, it's so true. There's, there's been times as much as I've studied this thing and much as I've looked at what faith is and, and, and even how God's called us to put that in the name of this church because it's such a powerful force. It, it, there's been many times when I've got into situations where I haven't been operating in the faith that I have or haven't been using it and maybe gotten away from some of the things. So whether this is new to you, maybe you've heard it before, I pray that faith will come to you and your faith's going to grow and it's going to begin to build. But I want to look at a couple of things. I want to look at three words today and I'm, I'm going to give this to you quick three words that the first three words of this scripture says this it says that now faith is say that with me now faith is i can't hear you they can't hear you across the sea on the internet now faith is they can't hear you in florida where we got a good friend that listens every week say that again now faith is the bible says that now faith is so this is what faith should be faith should be the first thing is this faith should be now. Mm, glory to God. Come on. It should be right now. Faith should be operating right now in your life. It should be happening. And I look this up, and I love the way the Greek really helps us understand the word. And I, I think a lot of times we miss this, and we don't understand some of the things because we don't take time to study it out. I mean, the word now in the Greek is the word day. It's D-E-H. And you know what it means? I love it. 
now. Praise God. So I looked it up and I was like, man, I thought, good revelation. What's this word? It means now. So it's saying this, that faith is something that should be today. Faith is something that should be operating in your life. Some of you have some needs and you, you're believing God for something or you should be believing God for something, but your faith's not operating right now in that situation. Faith has to be right now. We're on what we call and what we label and term, we're on a journey of faith. But faith should be operating and be happening in our life right now. Faith is not something that we can say, well, I'm going to believe God for it later. I used to believe it. That doesn't help us. I love what God did 20 years ago and 30 years ago in the church. And I praise God for those things. But we can't look back and constantly looking back about what faith was. Amen. There's a lot of people that do that. There are churches that, that started a hundred and something years ago, and they're still just celebrating what happened a hundred and something years ago, and God ain't did anything in a hundred and something years. Think about it. What is he doing right now in your life? Well, 20 years ago, Pastor, I believed God, and I fell on my knees, and I, 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 received, I received God. I received salvation, and, and I even received the Holy Ghost. And I, man, I tell you, it's just been exciting. And, well, what have you done since then? Has faith been operating? Is faith now at work in your life? Is faith now doing the things? Is faith now being, being in, in a place to where you're using and operating it? And we ask this question, and I hear a lot, especially after people uh, come back from uh, Peru and, and, uh, and, and from mission work. And it seems like every time you start talking about a work overseas, this question gets asked. Why is it that we see so many things overseas or hear about so many things overseas, but why don't we hear about it here? You ever heard that? You ever said that? Come on, just be honest. How many times have we said that? Here's why. Because when these guys come into a place, they don't know, they don't have the convenience of what we have. The third world countries are some of these places, they don't have doctors on every corner, and, and, and they don't have just uh, all the telephone systems, some of the setups and different things that we have. So when something happens in their life, when they're sick, they have to operate in a now faith. How many times, don't raise your hand, but how many times have you got a headache and instead of going in faith and instead of trusting God and, and going in prayer, you went to the medicine cabinet? Just think about it. How, how many times has maybe some, something's been situations went on and financially you got strapped and, and now you can go down to payday loans and, and get this and get that and you get in all these situations. Everything's just so convenient. But here's the deal. We don't operate a lot of times in a now faith. We don't come into a place where we say that right now, I'm going to believe for this. I'm going to do this right now. We don't look at this thing as a right now moment. I mean, we have to build our faith in these areas. I, I believe faith is even like a muscle. Faith is something the Bible says that you can build, and, 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 and it comes to you by hearing, and, and hearing by the word. And so faith is something that we have. Here's what's wrong. We hear words that come against us, and they have big labels put on it with big diseases and big problems and big numbers that come against our finances. And we have a hard time believing God for some of those things because we never exercise our faith in some of the smaller things. So just try this. The next time something happens or something hits you, I want you to go to God first. Oh, you're quiet this morning. Come on, you, it's Independence Weekend. Come on, you're free. Come on, go to him first. This is, this is just no brag on me because, again, I, I ain't got nothing to brag about. I'm just boasting in the cross of how good he is, how much he loves me, how much grace is extended in my direction. But I can't, not, I can't tell you the last time I took something, medication-wise. And again, 
Not, not just, not so something bad. Some things happen. Yeah, back gets sore from working, run, getting old. I mean, things happen. I, but I go to God first. Here's what I'm going to ask you to do. Go to God first. Begin to exercise your faith. Begin to use your faith. I just, I finally realized that I was getting older and, and, and things wouldn't operate as, as like they should. And so I asked Angel to help me with this. And we made a decision that, that I'm going to have to start running again. I'm going to have to start getting back in the gym again. i got to make time. Don't be shaking your head at me, Hunter. I, I, I have to do these things. I told her, I said, I have to do this kind of stuff. We, we should do these things. Our body is a temple. And here's what I did. I jumped out and I, I started off just running two miles again. And uh, glory to, to God. It wasn't the best feeling once it was all said and done. And, 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 but I really got stupid yesterday. Been running back one week. One week. I started Saturday. It was a week ago. And in one week, I said, I'm going to pump it up a little bit. And I've been running about 10 o'clock at night when it's about 75 degrees. And it's nice and cool and everything's good. We had some family coming over yesterday. So I said, I'm going to run early. I ran about 2.30 in the afternoon. It's about 175 degrees outside. And I said, I'm going to add one mile to this thing. And I, I picked it up and added a mile on top of my run. Here's the deal. I wasn't exercising the things at two miles, had stayed there long enough. And I tell you, it was rough. It's what happens with us when we get into situations we haven't been building our faith on one level, but then we all of a sudden want to try to operate on another. Just trying to help you, trying to help me, trying to build my faith today. But we should be exercising those things. Now, faith. Tell your neighbor that. Say, now, faith. Now faith. Now faith. It's not something that we should just be talking about. It's something that we should be doing right now. It's something that we should be operating in and using right now because it's the only thing that moves God. I know sometimes we try other things, and, and I believe we should be as, as crazy as we can be in every, every aspect of serving God, worshiping, giving praise, and we should just go all out. But what moves him in our life is faith. What moves him into a place? And it's a faith that should be operating right now. Now faith. We must be doing this. The Bible says this, and I want to pull up the Message Bible, our same text today. Hebrews 11 one says this in the Message Bible. It says that the fundamental fact of existence is that this trust in God, this faith, is the firm foundation under everything that makes life worth living. It's our handle on what we can't see. Ah, come on, let that settle for just a second. Amen. I put that on my Facebook this week, man. Got some great comments because it's amazing. It is the fundamental fact of existence. That's what faith is. It's the fundamental fact of existence is that this trust in God, this faith is the firm foundation under everything that makes life worth living. It's our handle on what we can't see. Faith is. Amen. Faith is. I've, I've read Revelation 22 for years, and, and I've looked at it where it says that not to add or take away from the Scriptures. And, and I believe there's some great interpretations, but I tell you, it just hit me a little bit different this week as I was studying this out and as I was reading this thing. It's just a little bit different. You don't, you don't have to add anything from this thing. Come on. You don't have to add anything else to this book. You don't need to take away anything from this book because this book is. Faith is. Everything that you need is in here. Every situation that you're going through is in this book. Faith is. And the Bible goes on to say this, that faith is a substance. Come on. Think on that. Faith is a substance. This stage is substance. 
I'm standing on this. This, this stage is substance. Faith is a substance. Faith is not just something, well, it's somewhere back in the mind. That one couple, man, they, they missed. Well, faith is in the mind. Well, maybe. But faith is something. Faith is a substance. It, it, it's the word hypostasis in the Greek. And it means a confidence. It means that I'm secure in this thing. It means I, 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 there is an actual substance that I can stand upon. It says this, and, and as you studied out, it says a setting or placing under. Things put under. A substructure or a foundation. Think on it. Faith is a substructure. Faith is a foundation. Faith is something that you have. This which has foundation is firm, it says. That which has actual existence. A substance, a real being, the substantial quality nature of a person or thing, the steadfastness, the steadfastness of mind, firmness, courage, and resolution. As I'm studying this out, as you begin to look at this, faith is this. Our substance, our faith connected to this is our title deed. You know what a title deed is? A title deed is when you have something and it says it's yours. It means it's yours. You have this thing. Jesus died on the cross to pay in full everything that you need to have faith. He paid in full everything and, 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 and paid the price, and he did everything for us so that we can have faith operating in our life. You don't have to add anything else to it. You know, religion will tell you you have to add these things to it to get faith. But faith is. Faith is a substance. Uh, and, and here's what I find out. Nobody has to keep, wants to keep paying on something once it's paid off. Just, just let that settle. If you've ever paid off a vehicle and you've been paying for five years and you've been paying that thing off and, and the time comes and, and you've paid your last payment and, and, and you ain't going to call a bank up and say, you know something? I done gotten used to paying you guys this. I done got this, it's in the budget. It, it, I'm just, I feel pretty good. I got a raise. I'm making this okay. Everything's going well. Actually, after 30 years, you've been paying on some house and you, you finally pay that thing off. You ain't going to sit back and say, well, you know something? Just go ahead and just keep deducting it because I'm good. We're all good. No, when you get the title deed in something, that means it's yours. That means it's paid in full. You own everything that's in it. So here's what the deal is. This is what faith is for us. Faith is a title deed. But you have to know that it's yours, and you have to begin to use the title deed. Amen? You have to begin to operate in what the title deed says. We have to come into a place where we say, this is my stuff. So you do this. You find out in God's word what his title deed says about your situation. And when the enemy comes in, you say, no, that's mine. How, how would some of you act if somebody showed up and when you got home, they had a little pup tent out in your front yard? And they said, you know something? I like this lot. That's a good-looking lot, man. You got the bushes looking good, the flowers, nice mulch. You know something? I'm just going to take over this lot. Pastor Ralph, I like what you've done with the place. I'm just going to go ahead and just go ahead. This is, this, is, this is my new lot. I love my lot. Amen. You're not going to say, well, y'all come on in. Let me get you on something to drink. You ain't going to go out there and serve them. What you're going to be doing is you're going to be calling 911. We got some Second Amendment folks up in this church. We got, we got a lot of Second Amendment folks up in this place. I know how some of you would be doing. You'd be operating and using your Second Amendment rights. You'd be going to the closet or going to some of your hips right now, and you'd be pulling that thing off using your Second Amendment's right. And you'd say, oh, no, you ain't going to come up in my house, and you ain't going to come in my place and take my stuff. I've heard all the things that are being said about this serial killer, and we need to pray for that situation and pray for those families. But I've heard so many people say, man, I wish I'd get a hold of him. I wish I knew who it was. I'd take him out. But you know something? How many times has the enemy come in, set up a residence in your residence? 
Ah, you ain't hearing me. You're not with me right now. How many times he come up and he said, he's going to put his little pup tent up, and instead of kicking him off, kicking him to the curb, putting him off on the street with the trash, you open up your doors and you say, well, just come on in. Come on. It, it, it's a little hot out there, and I know well, you might be used to the hot, but I, I want you to come on in and get comfortable. I want you to come on in. I got you on some lemonade. Come on, let me give you this thing. That's what happens when we operate in doubt. It's what happens when we operate in fear. When we refuse to operate in faith, you might as well say, just come on in, make yourself at home. I, I, I just, just, just come on right in and take everything I got. And this is what he'll do. He'll steal everything that's supposed to be yours. He'll take everything that this title deed said is mine and that said is paid in full that should be mine. I should be operating in this thing. And he'll come up and he'll just go ahead. Well, I don't think you're really using that. You don't, you, don't, you don't need that. Come on, let me take that. You ain't using these finances like you should be. Let me, let me, let me use them for a moment. Uh, come on, you, you, your health, you don't really need your health anyway because you're not out ministering. You're not doing anything. Well, let me take your health. So listen to me. It, it, it's what he does. Faith is like your right foot. All right, so... Some of you don't know. Some of you don't know, man. I've, I've had the right foot of fellowship. You ever had that one? Amen. Where it ain't the right hand, it's the right foot, and you get, you, you get kicked somewhere. That's what we need to use on the enemy when he comes against us. When he comes in and tries to put up something and, and, and come into our life and, and tries to steal the things from us, we need to use our Second Amendment right. Matter of fact, it, it's, 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 it's the First Amendment right, freedom of speech, and we should start speaking God's word over every situation in our life. We should start getting out the title deed. And when you get challenged, this is why it's so important you know this. Because when something's coming against you, you say, hold on, let me go to my title deed. Let me see what's supposed to be mine. And when he says something to you, you say, oh, no, hold on. Hold on to everything. I'm holding fast to the confession of my hope without wavering. For he who has promised me is faithful. Amen. For the one who promised me what this word said, he's faithful to me. And he loves me. It's what we do when we operate in this thing. But we have to understand that faith... It is. It is. John, John 1 1 says this. He says that in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Think about that for a second. It, it says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and, and, and the Word was God. Now, faith, it is. And you have to operate and see in a spiritual level, and it's a whole lot different sometimes than what we see in the natural level. Now, I don't want to get spooky-ooky-booky on you or whatever, but I, I want you to think about this for a second. I, I, I want you to think. It, faith always comes in the spirit first. Faith is. You, you, you can't even operate. Worship is, he that worship in spirit and in truth. Spirit has to come first. And Jesus even the way, truth, and life. He's still saying there's got to be a spirit thing happening first. You have to get in this thing. Even, even the Lord himself, he was operating in John 1 as in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. It ain't till 14, John chapter 1 verse 14, it says this, And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory. The glory is of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. You hear me? You understand what I'm saying? It, it is something that he is a spirit, but we have to believe in faith in a spiritual level until we trust God. And then even just like him, he revealed himself, not in, not in spirit first, but not in truth first, not in flesh first, not in the natural first. He revealed himself in spirit first. And if we can't begin to get some spiritual eyes from stuff, you'll never see it in the natural. If we don't begin to trust God and believe and get out our title deed and begin to read what it says, you'll never understand and you'll never see it in the natural. So we have to believe what his title deed says. And I love as I study this out, man, faith is this. Faith is a noun. 
Now just, just think for a second. Faith is a noun. A lot of times we want to categorize it as a verb, and, and, and it's a noun. The word faith in the Greek is the word pistis, P-I-S-T-I-S, and it's a noun. Now, a lot of times there are accounts in the Bible where it's pisteo, and, and, and it's used as a verb. It's the act of believing. But the word faith is this. The word faith is pistis. It is, an, it is not the act of it. It is it. So that helps somebody. Listen, it, it, it's, it's not, well, I'm just, I, I'm, I'm going to believe on this thing. No, it's what it is. It's, it's, it's this. It's the substance. It's who he is. It's what his word says. It just literally is. So now faith is a substance for you. Now faith is not just something, well, I think faith is in the mind. Faith is, not, faith is. It's now. It's a substance for you. It, it, it's something that you should be operating and using now. And it is. Gary, come on up here if you would real quick because I, I want to do some things. God wants to do some things for you. Stand up if you would please real quick. Time fly when you're having fun. Hallelujah. <laughs> God gets me jacked up when I, I know he's doing some stuff. And it just, it just, I get excited about it. I want, you, I want you to bow your heads for a moment. I want to ask this question. Are you believing God for something? Or is there a situation that you know you should be believing for and maybe don't know how? Either way, if, if you're in a fight of faith right now, if you're in a situation where there, there, there's, there's a need in your life, we're going to do something today that's going to help you. I want you to do this the best you can. I want you with just both hands, just extend it up to the Father real quick. I want you to raise them up to Him. If you have that, if you have it, if there, if there is something that you have a need about today, there's something that you believe in God for. Hallelujah. There's a lot of hands, but here's what's awesome. It, it, doesn't, it doesn't really worry me, and I know it doesn't worry God, because here's what happens. If we can connect to that, our faith to His grace, and if we can get uh, the, a, a realization of what faith is, a substance that's ours, and, and we, can, we can get into this title deed and find out what it says, this is what happens. Our salvation comes. Our miracle comes. Our sign, our wonder our mountain gets moved. Some of you today, I, you need to learn how to speak to your mountain. And we're going to get into to some stuff where faith is. I'm pumped. But the Holy Spirit just put this on my heart that I, I want to do this today. And it's a lot different. Pastor Harry, Pastor Ralph, some of you guys come on down. And I want you to bring your Bible with you. I want you to bring your Bible. Pastor Steve, get your, get your soul. And I want you guys to spread out here, just kind of across the front area. A lot of hands went up. And again, I, I, I said I'm not worried because I know what God's doing. I'm, I'm seeing with some understanding today. In church, here's what I want you to do. You've probably never been asked to do this in an altar call, but it's okay. This is something that's going to help you. 
If you raise your hand, there were a lot of hands that went up. We're going to attach something to that. We're going to find out what the title deed says today about your situation. Somebody else is strong in Scripture and, and, and pretty sharp in those areas. I want you to come down as well. And I, I want you to help me because we're going to do something real quick. It won't take us long. And we're not going to base what happens if what you feel today. We're going to find out what the title deed says about you. And the title deed is true. If you raised your hand up, I want you to come. And I want you to come down to these guys. And, and this is what we're going to do. If you have your Bible here, if you do, that's okay. If you've got a bulletin with you, I want you to bring that with you. If you've got a pen, I want you to bring that with you as well. Because here's what we're going to do. We're going to find out what the title deed says about your situation. Now, you guys just work together. If, if you may get asked a question, you may say, well, I don't know that one off the top of my head. Go to one of these guys who may know it. But this is what we're going to do. We're going to find out today what the title deed says about your situation. We was talking about being changed, asking God to change us, and then being changed, and, and then now we're changed because we stand on the Word as the Holy Spirit's raining down. All oh, that's awesome, and I believe it's true today. So if you raise your hand, everybody's eyes open, everybody looking around, I want you to step out real quick, and I want you to come down to one of these guys, and I want you to say, I, I, I have this need, I'm, I've got this situation, this is what's going on right now, and, and, and I want these guys to find it, find a scripture for it. If you don't know it, I try to help you. Just come on down real quick. Don't stop. Bring your Bible. Bring your pen if you've got it. Bring your bulletin. And write down the Scripture. Write down the Word. Write down the Scripture that's going to speak to your situation. And I want you to speak it. I want you to declare it. I want you to know that it is. Come on. That's awesome. Praise God. This is good stuff, man. Praise your Father. Amen. You got a need in your body? Find out what the Word says about it. You got a financial situation? Find out what the title deed says. This is good. As he just sings this quietly as he ministers. Let these guys just do their thing right now. And then when you, when you do that, I want you guys to lay hands on them, seal it. Speak it over them right now. <laughs> Write it down. Get your promise. It's your title deed. Glenette, if you got some scripture you want to share with somebody, real guys can come help us out in this area. If somebody else who wants to help, you're one of those people who's been connecting a, a, the word to your need. I want you to, you can help us do this. just one touch. And we're going to release it today. We're going to release faith.
for the cross made the difference for me. Help these guys, some of these kind of crowds. Want to help them find? I believe. 